Meditation Philosophy. Episode 36, I'm your host, Pocholo Cruz, and with me today is my guest. Uh, hi, uh, my name is uh, Andrew Wang. Uh, honored to be here. I'm actually a random person. I'm not sure how I got on here. Yeah, well, hello, <laughs> random person. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah. So, yes, Andrew. So, well, you were suggested to me mm-hmm. by... I mean, I would say friend of the show, but I guess acquaintance of the show, (laughs) Vicious Vincent Lee. But anyway, forget about Vincent. He's not that important. But um, (laughs) let's talk about you, Andrew. So so this podcast is mainly about, you know, people and their martial arts journeys. Oh, I see. so So how did you get started in martial arts? Well, uh, I've always been interested in martial arts growing up. I remember playing with some uh, Power Rangers, action Power Rangers. figures. Okay. Uh, okay. And then uh, growing up, I was a little small, so I wanted uh, mm-hmm. to... And I was Asian-looking, so they all thought yeah. I knew Kung Fu. Yes, it's a common stereotype for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I thought maybe I should learn Kung Fu. So I asked my parents, and they told me, uh, son, the most powerful martial arts style is tai chi is tai chi is tai chi is, combative okay. tai chi combative tai chi yeah. okay and how old are you at this I'm point i'm like six seven six seven and eight, t- uh, eight okay that eight. range okay so fairly young so it's not like you didn't know what tai chi was at the time yeah but there so your parents are telling you combative tai, combative chi, tai chi is the way yeah if okay you, if you go to the park you see a tai chi master and you try and like like knock them over you you can't you can't okay they use your force wow. against you so they gave you this big tai chi infomercial yes okay so did, did you then enroll in tai chi uh no i no. it's i couldn't find any you couldn't I mean, find okay i was well, also like eight so. you're, yeah you're also eight that's true didn't have a lot of resources but hmm. were you living like in the seattle or where were you living at the time so i was born in seattle but okay. i grew up in portland oregon okay um so uh I mean, there was a little Taekwondo school, though, so okay. went there, and then my mom decided that, you know, I was uh, stretching a lot, and, you know, yeah. if you stretch too much, you won't grow. If you stretch too much, you won't grow. You won't grow if you okay. stretch. Look at gymnasts. Look yeah. how much they stretch uh-huh. and look how short they are. Okay. Clearly, clearly. Clearly, clearly. Okay, and this is, like, the reason that your mother gave you? Yes, okay, and so they, we took me out of so Taekwondo. Can, so about how long were you in Taekwondo, though? Like a month. <laughs> a month? <laughs> too much stretching. Stop <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just get stuck. Stop that! And were you uh, like what around eight or so, or like uh, were you a little bit older? Maybe yeah, elementary school, elementary school, still, still elementary yeah. school age. But mm. man, that month is stretching. I mean, you don't yeah. seem that tall, so I think it already took its toll. Yeah, it's, it's, too it's late. already too late. It was, it was too late. They, it's too oh, late. No, mom, why couldn't you do it? <laughs> no. All right, so you had a month of taekwondo, and yeah. then uh, what? What happened afterwards? Well, um, I mean, I tried stuff. Uh, did you play any other? Did you play any sports? Uh, like, no, as very a child? Uh, no? unathletic. Oh, I mean, at elementary school, that's the sport was was basketball. It was basketball. And in my five years there, I never made a single basket. Did you, make, did, did you attempt though? I attempted. If you could like estimate, how many attempts did you make? Like fifty. Fifty. Wow. So pretty pretty low percentage. Okay. Damn. So I, uh, I was, I, I pretty much gave up on this whole sport thing, you know. So you gave up on the sport I, thing. Okay. I want to be a martial artist, not one of those sports people, you know. Got it. You Got know, it. That, that, okay. That's for sport. That's for I sport. want to learn a real martial art, like combative Tai Chi. Got it. Got it. You're so like, you're people with their games and their yeah. hoops and stuff. Okay. So it took me until, um, until high school. Uh, high school. Okay. Went to. Like a high school in, in Portland, and okay. uh, we had a, at the beginning of the high school there was like some retreat to a beach or some place. Uh, okay. And then uh, there was a demonstration of uh, Aikido. Oh wow! At I, the beach? At the beach? At yes. The, like, at like the, it was. Like, 
because it was one of the school clubs. Oh, okay. Akita, and, and they had an Akita club. Yes, okay. our English te- one of the main uh, one of the English teachers there mm-hmm. actually a PhD in English. Uh, oh, okay. It's an interesting school. But anyways, yeah. he he actually lived in Japan. And uh-huh. to any Aikido people, he was an uchideshi at the Iwama uh, Dojo. Okay. Back when Saito Sensei was uh, still around. Okay. To uh, non-Aikido people, what I, does that mean? I don't know. No, you don't know. <laughs> okay. I know because you just said a bunch of words that yeah. you understand what those mean. Okay. Oh, basically, there's a. Yeah. Uh, uh, the headquarters of Aikido is mm-hmm. in uh, Tokyo now, but okay. when it was first getting really started as mm-hmm. its own um, martial art, mm-hmm. uh, they were out in the in the countryside in a place called Iwama, uh-huh. and uh, uh, this the its first members were all like judo and jujitsu people, and mm-hmm. then but this uh, Saito Sensei. I could be all wrong, and my details are fuzzy, but Saito okay. Sensei was just... Hey, man, I don't know any better, so you can just tell me whatever. But <laughs> anyway, the foremost yeah. expert of Aikido in this room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In this room, too, you are the foremost expert <laughs> onto Aikido, so continue, Andrew. Oh, right, yeah. so he was just, I believe he was just like a farmer in the region, so he was the first one who was just like pure Aikido. And this is Sato Sensei. Uh, Saito, yeah, yeah. Saito Sensei, okay. Uh, anyways, so yeah. he was around, so he just stayed at that uh, dojo, so when they moved to... Um, to Tokyo, yeah. he stayed there, and then uh-huh. eventually they kind of developed slightly different styles. So they became like kind of a different yeah, school, but he was part of that. He was part of the very, oh, core, very core at the very beginning. Okay. Yeah. And so he'd been at that original location the okay. whole time. So my... Uh, so your English teacher, my English teacher happened to happened learn to Aikido from that guy. That, wow, what's such a... That yeah. is like a direct source almost yeah, like and, to Aikido. Uh, wow. And he's okay. known as being a little more like rough, the more... Like mm-hmm. uh, when I take my... Boken, which is the wooden sword, uh, okay. to other places, they would be, oh, that's Saito Sensei's Boken. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Uh, sure. They could just tell from they the can style tell from of it. The, okay. It's a much heavier oh, it's stick. A heavier, it's a heavier stick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Basically, wow. I, I, my style is the, the Aikido of the heavier stick. The heavier stick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Big but, stick Aikido here. But basically, but, uh, yeah. I saw the demonstration. It was like, look. I'm not attacking him. I use his force. I'm like, oh my god, this is combative Tai Chi. Yeah. And I decided to learn Aikido. Nice. So it was like a very pivotal moment. Oh yeah. I was like, my life is is complete now. Now I can, you know, I will study Aikido. Okay, so studying Aikido. And maybe one day I can learn combative Tai Chi. But you know, it's really hard to find people teaching combative Tai Chi around here. But yeah, but you know, through... You know, almost like course of luck, really. Like you mm-hmm. happen to find Aikido at your at your high school. Yeah. Okay, so you start like freshman year. Then freshman in the Aikido year, join the Aikido club, the Aikido club. Two, two days a week. Nice. Okay. Um, How was that experience? Well, um, I have a. I guess like it was let's a, just give a synopsis. Like to anyone, let's say if you had to explain yes. Aikido to someone who had no idea what Aikido was, what would you say? How do I do this without offending anyone? Okay. Uh, <laughs> It's okay. No one listens to this show. Just, just <laughs> pretend you're talking. It, it is the art of uh, using uh, of blending. I key means uh, okay. The first symbol I is to come is to blend. Is to blend. Okay. And key is chi. Uh, so you blend their chi. Blend their chi. So the okay. it, idea is that you want to you pursue a harmonious coexistence with the whole universe. That when someone attacks you, you rather you do not attack them head on, but you redirect their energy. I see. You blend their you energy. You blend their energy. Ah, yes. Uh, okay, I see. Um, 
I see where this is going. Okay. And uh, so it, it's actually the martial art of nonviolence. Of nonviolence. It's very peaceful. Uh, it can be used to restrain people without hurting them. Mm. Except you can never do this in competition because you'll crack someone's wrist instantly. It's oh, too, well. dangerous too dangerous for competition. For competition, okay. But it is the art of nonviolence and can be used to resolve disputes mm-hmm. uh, without hurting anyone. Okay. As, so yes. As, as okay. So yes. That's 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 Aikido in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Okay. That so, is Aikido. Okay. So you start doing uh, Aikido club yeah. two times. Two times a week. A week. And then so what is the what would like uh, practice or what would a club meeting like sure. entail? So Tuesdays yeah. was um, unarmed, and then unarmed. Thursday was uh, weapons. Weapons with the stick. With as the you sticks. Were mentioning. Uh, two okay. sticks. Uh, boken, which is a you know wooden sword, Japanese traditional. Okay. Katana thingy. Okay. And then a uh, a Joe staff, so it's like four feet long. Rather, okay. most it's not like a super long one, but it's but, still. But, a, it, but it's you know. Yeah, it's still it's just a stick. Yeah. Okay. So um, and uh, okay, okay, I probably explain. For most people who don't know, Aikido <laughs> yeah. is pretty much uh, uh, entirely focused on wrist locks. On wrist locks. On wrist locks. Okay. Uh, standing wrist locks, and then there's some kneeling applications as well but a majority of aikido is um just a study of you know like four or five uh, different types of wrist locks okay and uh i mean they say you can even spend one lifetime just on the first just first on, wrist lock just on the first wrist lock and okay uh, most of the moves are uh mostly uh compliant two-person drills mm-hmm. uh where one person will attack that person who attacks always loses okay because by attacking someone you've you've actually defeated yourself because yeah because yeah. you're not no longer blending your yeah, yeah. you're, you're trying, trying to, to enforce them. your will so ah. now they'll t- yeah i so, see so that's the person that moves or the person that attacks loses yes it's just that's just a, what a very good lesson in life if you are the aggressor you've mm-hmm. already lost if you're the aggressor you've already, already lost. lost so okay uh usually uh, grabs lapel grabs wrist grabs mm-hmm. sleeve grabs mm-hmm. um Wait, I don't know if there was sleeve grab. Oh, maybe there probably are. But, anyway, but anyways, but, but a grab that would cons- that would be considered an, an aggressive maneuver. Yeah, aggressive attack, and then you would uh, do a wrist lock? various wrist locks okay. to them, and then there were also defenses against strikes. So a punch, and mm-hmm. then snatching the punch out of the air and converting it into, into a, a wrist lock. lock. Okay. Um, so that's quite majority of the the uh, empty hand, uh, non-weapons techniques. Okay, and non-weapons then, techniques. Okay. Uh, weapons were. Um, uh, you know, just the sword and yeah, then, and so the you staff, first learn yeah. like the basic how you use it. Okay. And then the then the two person drills are mostly you blend with their again very you yeah. blend with their energy of yeah. their attack and use yeah, it. Yeah, he's against moving them. his hands in a blending yeah. motion as he says yeah, yeah. this. Yes, yes, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. He sounds like yeah. either like or kind of twirling a baton yeah. at this point. Yeah, but you, yes. you don't meet their sword head on. Okay. You follow its energy and you take it I offline, got and it. then you. Yeah. Uh, Peacefully and non-violently, yeah. remove the the, the weapon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like disarm oh, I, them. Oh, yeah. I meant slice them in half. Oh, but, slice them in uh, half. Peacefully uh, and non-violently. Peacefully, non-violently slice in half. Yes. I mean, as opposed to aggressively doing so. Yes. Yes. Makes sense. So, okay. um, unfortunately, with all those wrist locks and yeah. then the, so we, we never hit anything. Just hit the air with the weapons. With the weapons. So okay. that caused actually quite a lot of strain in my wrists. Oh wow! Which combined with my bad posture from being unathletic. Yeah. Uh, I ended up with like like solid plastic wrist braces. Oh wow! Because for like of two just, years or because or of more. just the yeah. the weapons practicing the weapons practicing in con- and, and the wrist locks and then playing World of Warcraft for like twenty four hours a day in high well, school. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. there's some serious carpal <laughs> so tunnel going serious, on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I thought I'd 
just wouldn't move my wrists ever. Oh, uh, wow. So they're like, well, I guess this is how my wrist goes. Like, oh, and violin, too. So it's a lot of oh, bad damn, wrist man. things. Just like, man, you're just a stereotypical Asian at this uh, point. Yeah. But I was yeah. so happy because that was my excuse to play. I'm like, mom, I can't hold my violin anymore. Oh, my, I, my I, wrist. I, I'm sorry. I'm trying. <laughs> you know, so I got to quit violin. That yeah. was like, mom, I simply can't. My wrist. I simply can't. So, yeah. um, so that ended my Aikido journey pretty. Okay. So the like oh, so, so sad. Yeah. If you get a black belt. Mm-hmm. You get to wear a hakama, which is the What's tra- a hakama? Yeah. the traditional pleated trousers. Okay, which it's like um, just huge pants, like huge pants, huge pants, it, like parachute pants. Yeah, it almost okay. looks like a skirt, but it's not. It's like their trousers, okay. and then they're pleated. It looks so fancy. And then when mm-hmm. you blend with someone, you usually do a circular footwork, and then it just flows. Ah, the pants and, flow, and yeah. you look just really impressive because you yeah. have like giant, giant pants. Yeah, and that was my goal in life was okay. to get those hakama. Get, get the ha- okay. And but how far? So how far did you make it? I only though? made uh, so we started at unranked, and then yeah. in our system it was like. There was five uh, non-Hakama ranks, okay. so fifth Q, fourth Q, and then I made it to fourth Q. Fourth Q, okay. Because uh, I didn't train because, that well. Yeah, yeah, because of your... Yeah. So, like, how long were you uh, training before your wrist kind of gave out on like you? Like, two years, I think. Two years, And then okay. on and off after that, oh. but it just got steadily worse and steadily worse. Steadily worse and worse, oh, wow. Uh, so, um, now my Aikido journey, I guess, pretty much ended. Kind of uh, came to an end, okay, but... Then, like, what happened, like, afterwards? Sure. Uh, yeah. So I go to uh, University of Washington. Okay. And I'm still interested in the martial arts. I okay. want to, you know, at some point it's become my life, you know. Yeah, okay. That's what I want to pursue. Okay, I want to pursue the martial arts. I want to pursue the martial arts. And then I end up in UW. Uh, okay. For some reason, I decided to try out a judo class. A judo class, okay. And I was like, oh, I, I know Aikido. I'll fit... You'll, I got I, this. I kind of got this. I got uh, okay. this. Okay. Was it anything similar? Yeah. No. No, it was not. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it was not similar at all. Not at all. Okay. I didn't know what guard was. That what? was awkward. Okay. okay. They're like, get in my guard. I was like, what? What? What, what is guard? <laughs> in between your legs? Yeah. Are you on the <laughs> That was yeah. awkward. Yeah. But uh, no, it was so fun. I got to work out more muscles in my body than ever knew existed. But then, you mm-hmm. know. Still, I needed my wrist. Yeah, for that. you needed. I figured, yeah, you, you know, needed a lot of grip. Yeah, I figured yeah. since yeah, I wasn't doing wrist locks twenty four seven, maybe I could do. No, I couldn't do it. But, yeah. And then I just was like, you know what? There must be a martial art that doesn't involve hands. Okay. So I did taekwondo at the UW for about a year. Okay. Until my knee wore out. Until your like, yeah. you said knee or knees? Knee. Just left one knee. knee. Your left knee left wore knee, out. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That okay. was uh, like what happened like. I don't know, just repetitive stress. Oh, just repetitive stress. In middle school, so someone fell on my knee while we were playing basketball. Once, oh, man, so. see, once again, basketball. You oh. make no baskets, and then they took oh, out yeah. your knee. <laughs> man, basketball was just cruel to you. Yes. Like, yeah, okay, but anyway, so someone fell on your knee, like, what, yeah. dislocated? or? I'm not sure. This was, uh, I was living in Shanghai at this time. Oh, you were living in Shanghai? I have when no you idea 12? what the, yeah, I was 12. Okay. Uh, my, okay. my dad was working there, so the family moved there. Okay. Uh, we lived in, basically, someone cut out a chunk of U.S. suburbia, okay. lifted it up in a helicopter, and they put it in Shanghai. dropped it in Shanghai, surrounded it with walls, put broken glass at the top of the walls, security okay. cameras. And so people couldn't like climb over yeah. it. Okay. And then here we are. All the foreigners with families are yeah. living in this literal just in this, chunk like, literal of suburbia. Slice of America. It looks yeah. just, I mean, it's a cul-de-sac, yeah. everything. Okay. And but yeah, but this kid just fell on your knee, huh? Fell on yeah. my knee. 
Oh, damn. He's yeah. pretty heavy, too. Oh, so he was fat. Yeah. Okay. No. Some I, I, I said he was heavy. That's, that's all I, I mean, said. you said he was heavy. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying you know, what, 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 I, what I infer from this. Yeah. Okay. So, so this fat kid ruined your knee. Yeah. And yeah. then I, you know, they take us to um, these uh, Chinese hospitals. And yeah. I'm not sure what's going on. Okay, so ch- were you? They did not. You said you're not sure what's going on. Like, what do you mean? I don't like, know what happened to my knee. Oh, okay, I don't yeah. know what the diagnosis was. Okay, but also I I milked that injury. You milked the I injury. I just stayed yeah. home. And the, the doctor okay. was like, "Oh, go back to school next oh, so week." You couldn't, oh, I see. And then I'm like, "Man, my knee hurts." Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then at this time, SARS came, so I was like, "Oh, oh not only am my knee, I also have. I can't get SARS, so I just stayed yeah. home." Ah, got it. Yeah. Well, I missed I like mean, half a year of school. I mean, better to be safe. Okay, but uh, so anyway, so okay, so that's where your probably, knee problem originated. Probably but where then originated. Taekwondo just yeah just totally just made it even worse. Okay. But that was like the first time I sparred in martial arts. Okay, how did that go? In one whole year of Taekwondo, yeah, we sparred one time. Sparred one time. Okay. And I felt free, and then, like I mm. I was in control and responsible for my own actions. I mm-hmm. could decide what to do, and I would either you know. I would win or I'd lose, and it'd be on me. Yeah. And uh, I completely spazzed out. And after that round, the guy was holding his groin because I kicked kicked him right in the nuts without right, realizing. Right in the nuts. Okay. I didn't even notice because I was just like full spaz mode. But I see. It felt free. I was like, wow, this is amazing. I felt human, you know, because uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, four years of, and then a year of time of just like, you know. I lock your wrist, you lock my wrist, yeah. we're kicking this pad, mm-hmm. you, I hold your pad, yeah. and now it's like, oh, I can try and kick you, and yeah. you're going to try and kick me. Yeah, it's a real, it's mm-hmm. a more open environment. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then we never, we never sparred again. So you only sparred <laughs> once, and so it's like you're given like this huge freedom, and then like never, <laughs> never giving again. it again. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, and then, uh, yeah, had some, uh, like some dark times in my life. Dark I, times with, in, in the university at this point. Uh, okay. And was that like stemming differently from from the knee problems? It was just like oh yeah yeah. yeah it was just, just, so just some other issues. Yeah. Was another fat person? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, so you were saying dark times. Yeah, with the university. and okay. I ended up taking uh, about uh, two quarters off, and uh, okay. I ended up going to China. Um, okay. One summer, I don't know how this China. happened. China. Okay, I, like where? Where in China? Uh, Shanghai. Oh, again. back to Shanghai. Because uh, my dad. Hopefully, did. away from fat kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, but your but your dad. Yeah, okay, but your dad's like business work. There? Yeah, he was working yeah. there, so he okay. knew people. Uh, one summer, I had gone over, and mm-hmm. he found me a Tai Chi teacher. He was like, "Oh, <gasps> a combative Tai Chi." Do Tai Chi. Okay, and this is during your two quarters off. All right, so you uh, found no, that was tra- like a summer before, so I knew this guy existed. So oh, okay. I go yeah. to, I want. I was like, you know. Maybe I can find all the answers here. And I will learn mm-hmm. combative Tai Chi from yeah. this master yeah. teaching out of a park randomly, you know? Yeah, in park in Shanghai. And then yeah. he was like, teach me all this. And he was like, oh, this is like the real Tai Chi. All the other people, they don't have it anymore. They've lost it. They've, they've but lost this, it. Yeah. this is the real one. Okay. This is martial applications. All those people, they're just doing it for sport. It's, they're, they're too hard. Tai Chi is about being super soft. Okay. And then also super hard. Apparently, there's a there's a fast form. People, a lot of people don't know. Like, okay, Tai Chi has a super slow form okay. and a super fast and a super form. fast form. Okay. Uh, tai Chi actually is the the name of the yin yang symbol. Uh, tai Zi Tu. Okay. Um, because you have the most extreme light, the, the darkest dark, the lightest light. You know. Okay. So yeah, yeah. there's actually a super fast form. Okay. And a super slow form. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this particular instructor like did he, the he super. Had the, 
had had the real tai chi. He had the real tai chi. He had kept all the martial applications. Okay, which is what really slow or was it really fast? Yeah, I, I actually never made it to the super fast form. <laughs> oh, okay, but <laughs> but but how but how was this experience in the real tai chi? I, you know what happened was mm-hmm. I was enthralled. You know. It was, it was quite an interesting experience. Like he sits there, he play the erhu, which is like a two-stringed. Uh, it looks it's like two the st- violin. Okay, Chinese so it's like, violin it's like a two-string instrument. Yeah, okay. it's the thing that makes a distinctive like Chinese string sound. You know? Okay, I don't know how to. I mean, I, I, Have you ever I, I, heard like a stereotypical I mean, Chinese a stereotypical music? like Asian sound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it makes that. And yeah. then you know he would be playing that while I'd be doing this. And then oh wow, be, that's that's a that's a very Asian thing. Okay. Yeah, maybe yeah. talking about like uh, Taoism because uh, okay, that's the the that's the religion that you know the Tai Chi is based on. And then okay. I wouldn't Taoism. understand him at all because my Chinese is like a three year old. Okay, but he would talk about oh. You say all these like philosophical concepts. I'll be like, oh yeah. So how was that teaching then? Since he spoke, uh, you know, different. Like, well, I guess I mean, I'm not, pretty sure it was like ninety percent. Ninety percent went over your right head. Over right head. over your head. But like, you're just trying to follow his movement. But it was like, oh, yeah. no, look, I'm in China. There's this legit Chinese guy. He's teaching yeah. me the real, the real tai chi. tai chi. Okay. I'm like, and then still there was this weird empty feeling in my heart. I, okay. It was, it was yeah. so weird. I was like, uh-huh. where's my answers? And then yeah. Really weird. Uh, at the same time, I guess I, I don't know why I found this website called Bullshito. Oh, Bullshito. Bullshito. Okay. And then I read like literally every thread. On there. <laughs> <laughs> you read a lot. Okay. But so, if, uh, so what were some things you found out on Bullshito? On Bullshito, they say that uh, training in uh, martial arts uh, compliantly yeah. will not lead to any martial skill. Oh wow. Okay. But they say that. If you never spar, you'll never learn martial art. I'm like, what? Yeah. And, uh, I know, which is different from what you've been yeah. saying, right? Yeah. I mean, from your you, sparring of one session. Yeah. Right? If you yeah. ever watch any movie about martial arts ever, you know that you don't train by sparring. You train, you yeah. meditate under a waterfall, you do yeah. forms, yeah. and then you like find an old Asian guy, which exactly. I did. Yeah, you know, I know. I yeah it's simple know. stuff. You, you've done all the things that you know, fit the stuff in the martial arts montage. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. I didn't spar. I yeah. found an old Asian guy. Yeah. I did forms. Yeah. I, was, uh, I hadn't meditated under a waterfall yet, but all the philosophical oh, stuff yeah, was going over my yeah, head. Yeah, exactly. I just need to learn more Chinese, but yeah, they were even, saying... Yeah, you were they, on the way. Yeah. They were saying that doesn't work. What? Okay, the, so it was really yeah. weird. And so. how how was how were you like you know taking the information? It was so funny. I was like, wow, that has a lot. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> this is why all those other martial arts don't work. Yeah. If only they knew about the real tai chi. Yeah, if only yeah. Because uh, like, like oh these yes. people are so uninformed about the yes. real tai chi, right? They're talking about the tai, uh, like aikido and mm-hmm. wing chun, and it was like, uh, and then other forms of tai chi, which is not the real tai chi. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh. Yes, absolutely correct. Yeah, I see the wisdom now. This is why that one sparring time in Taekwondo didn't go well. Ah, yes, you should be training mm-hmm. um, uh, non-compliantly. You should spar. Yeah. Except they, they don't know the real tai. So I kept those parts of my brain separate. Yeah. So like yeah, yeah. separated. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so my um, I guess my. I wanted to learn uh, Chinese as well, but my my parents are from Taiwan, and then uh, my mom has a very a purist attitude towards the languages. Uh, yeah. So she wanted me to learn the the Chinese in, in Taiwan. They use a they write the exact same characters, but more complicated. So which one is the more complicated? The, uh, the one, one in Taiwan. The one in Taiwan is more uh, complicated. But okay. actually, much prettier, I would say. Uh, okay. Apologize uh, yeah. to anyone here. Uh, yeah. 
but uh, I, I mean, honestly, now I look back, it's just like, they'll pick one. I mean, they both, they're actually exactly the same. It's just written like slightly differently. Okay. But so, uh, my so mom like was Same one. languages, but just the way it was written. Exactly. It was different. Yeah. Okay. It's like cursive or something. I don't know. I see. So like kind of like more, more like. Uh, it's yeah. like one is Gothic letters. I see. So like more calligraphy. Yeah. And then. Well, okay. more, I guess more strokes. More strokes. Yeah. Yes, a lot more strokes. And while the others, same language, same, but just... Same exact characters. But just, like, constructed, yeah. like, simpler. And then uh-huh. also all the words since 1949, the new words, like a CD or a computer or whatever, mm-hmm. they use different words over there uh, in the mainland than in, in, in Taiwan. Then because, in, uh, because of the separation. Yeah, because yeah. of the separation. Okay. So my mom wanted me to learn uh, Chinese in Taiwan. Yeah. So I go to Taiwan, and then, you know, I'm getting kind of brainwashed by Bushido at this point. I yeah. decided to take up judo. Okay. So, oh, man, the real, is the real Tai Chi leaving you at this point? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's no. on this part of my brain. I see. Separate. See, they're they're separate nice. Part. Yeah, you, you, you yeah. have to spar, yeah. but this is the real Tai Chi. So it, you know clearly, yeah, you, it works here because yeah. they have the real Tai Chi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, These people in Bushido, they don't know the real Tai Chi. Yeah, yeah. Maybe okay. they're they're like eighty percent there. They just needed. Yeah, they're yeah. missing. They're missing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. You you said you started judo. Yeah. yeah. So um, in Taiwan, uh, oh, but your wrist, man. How, how was that? I don't know. My wrist got better when oh, got I took better. them out of the braces. It was really weird. Okay, that's weird. But anyway, it's like so it's like if you don't move them ever, they'll get worse. Uh-huh. Man, who would have thought? Oh, yeah, who would have thought? But, uh, okay, so you're doing judo in, yeah, it's, uh, in Taiwan. Yeah. And in, in Taiwan, if you're doing judo, you, the police are doing the judo. Okay. So the club was actually on the rooftop of a police station. Okay. And then, um, man, that was... That was just that was a really nice uh, time. It, mm-hmm. it it actually brought me out of my uh, dark period. Uh, out of your dark period. Yeah. yeah. Also going to Thailand and partying. But anyways, uh, Thailand partying. Okay. <laughs> I was also doing judo there, and yeah. uh, man, that was it was it was great. It was like, um, you know, you have all the people like going there for uh, for the sparring sessions, like, mm-hmm. and then then over in the corner you have the kids and the beginners, and there's this yeah. nice like. A uh, nice lady coach with biceps the size of my face, mm-hmm. <laughs> teaching us how like the basics and then yeah. practicing falling, and you know because of my aikido background, I feel really. They were like, "Wow, you're really good at this." Because I, you're I, really I good could, at falling. I, you're good at falling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but and then then outside they have just rows and rows of folding chairs and then like tea and there's just people just there watching and drinking tea. It was like people just watching, Did just you know watching what? and drinking yeah. tea and and like. Huh. You know, you have little families. It was really nice. Uh, huh. Interesting. You know, it, it warms your soul, so to say. Yeah. So, um, come out my dark period of time. Uh, that oh, I'm gonna go back and finish my degree. Yeah. Um, gonna learn Finnish language. Learn Finnish. Okay. Yeah. When, when did that happen? Why? Oh, um, first quarter in uh, actually second quarter in uh, at UW. Okay. I, uh, Decided I hated college, wanted to graduate really quickly. Okay. That's how I was able to take two quarters off and still graduate in four years. Oh, wow, damn. So yeah. I, I took 20 credits a quarter because I just wanted to get it done with. To get it done with, okay. And uh, I had to, so I took a random class yeah. just to get more credits, and it was. Uh, it was the Finnish class? It was, uh, it was war and occupation in Northern Europe. Oh, okay. And then, Which is um, part of, yeah, Finland's yeah, part and of, then okay. the teacher is Danish. Like the, the the rest of the Scandinavian languages are very very similar. You can almost some of them are actually you can understand each other or read. Yeah, so like you know, really yeah. closely related. Except yeah. for Finnish. Finnish is not even Indo-European. Oh wow! It's yeah, not? it's it's not. It's a Uralic language. It's a Uralic language. So okay. usually those are like kind of a northern part, like 
northern parts of Russia. The, okay. the, I don't know if you know the Sami people. The Sami people, no. Uh, they're known they. as... Uh, they're an indigenous group in the very northern part of Scandinavia. They're known as reindeer herders. Reindeer herders, but okay. But I, I, I think they're actually not all reindeer herders, but that's how we steer that, yeah, yeah, that's just how they're I'm not, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, I haven't okay. studied them too much, but okay. it's, a very, it's not non-Indo-European. Okay. Uh, it's a really weird language. Uh, if you know anything about other languages, it has 16 grammatical cases. Okay. So, was, so like comparatively, what does that mean? Like oh, grammatical cases. I, I don't. Like, we don't really have that. In we don't English. have any, Yeah, it's like is we don't even like have that English? in English, and they have sixteen of those. 16. German has like three or four only. Oh, okay. I was taking German at the time, so I was like, "This is a cool." You know, German sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty complicated too. It's very German, so I was like, "Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm taking this really cool language." And then she brought in this Finnish, the visiting Finnish teacher. She was yeah. like, "I just want you to hear this language. This is so weird." I was like, oh, "Yeah, I've been learning the wrong language." Like just mm-hmm. to say hello, it was like "Hey there, hey there," which is and she. Told us, yeah, yeah, that's good day. And then yeah. she told us to say the ass and the is, like you're mm-hmm. throwing up. I'm like, oh my God, it's a language you can speak while you're throwing up. It's, mm-hmm. it's the yeah. coolest language. And then because I took German, I knew what a grammatical case was. Mm-hmm. When she told me there was like 16, I was like, oh my God, I'm learning the l- wrong language. So mm-hmm. come so, back. That was a big tangent. Anyways, yeah, that was a big tangent. But yeah, you're talking <laughs> about, yeah, but you're talking about you were in Taiwan. Yeah. You were learning judo, got you out of your dark you period. You're ready, you're ready to go ready back. To go back to, uh, I met a Finnish girl there, too. Yeah. That was fun. Okay. Uh, Finnish girl in Taiwan? Yeah. Foreign what? exchange student. Foreign exchange student? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. I was going to say something about how people end up in Taiwan, but I will, that will be very <laughs> Okay, retracted. Right. Retract. Anyways, yeah. uh, so we go to, um, so I go back. I was like, I can go back to college now. Yeah, so I'm going go to learn Finnish. Yeah. I actually got a minor in Scandinavian area studies. A minor in Scandinavian area studies, okay. Just accidentally. I didn't plan on it just because I ended up taking a lot of Finnish classes. A lot classes. of Finnish classes, yeah. I was like, free yeah, minor. Yeah, earning a minor. Yeah. And, uh, you know, back to back to the U.S., I'm like, well, I'm going to go to Judah, go to the UW Judo Club. Okay. And it was not quite what I was expecting, you know, because I remember I was up on the rooftop of a police yeah, of a police uh, station, station. You know, yeah. all these guys with the. Do you know what the red and white belts are in judo? If you're no, what's the red and white belt? In yeah. judo, uh, the different dan degrees. Uh, mm-hmm. After the black, if you're a fifth degree or higher, you get a red and white coral. They call okay. it a coral striped belt. Okay. Uh, and like, I think my the main coach was like eighty or something. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, he had the. There was like a few people walking around with the red and white belts. But anyways, you had those people. Then you had just families. You had mm-hmm. everyone was like together. It was a big community experience. People mm-hmm. just drinking tea. You know, you had a whole range. And then you go to the UW Judo Club. It was like twenty year, like twenty year old or under, like guys just trying to smash you all day. Yeah. Like, it was much different than what. Oh yeah. man, yeah. I mean, and I was still interested. I was, like, I was still like, I don't think I could do it these days because I'm just like, ah, that's just too hard. But I was like, yeah, I'll do it. But I was like, where's my my community. Yeah. Anyways, uh, was doing that, but there was I think I only met two times a week or something, or three. But I wanted more practice, yeah, so more practice. I yeah. found a search around nearby for grappling clubs. Found a, at the time called Sea Town Jiu Jitsu and Sambo Club. Now, uh, now Sea Town Grappling. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have the sticker there. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Uh, call call the head guy. Uh, <laughs> called Aaron. Uh, you know, I called him like, "Hi, I'm interested." He's like, "Hey, hey, 
hey, we don't have people wearing tap out shirts here, you know. We're not that kind of club. We're not here for meatheads, you know. I'm like, whoa, we're not whoa, here. Yeah, whoa. So, yeah. I mean, uh, looking at you, you are a stereotypical meathead. So <laughs> I can see why he wouldn't want you. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I- I'm just looking for a nice community space. I did judo for a month in Taiwan. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, we're opening a new location and this new spot. Why don't you come in? So yeah. they had actually just moved. I actually started the first day. Um, they opened their new location, went in, and then just. Yeah. Man, that was that was like that feeling I had that mm-hmm. on that rooftop. Like and a community was, feeling. Yeah, it was just like mm-hmm. I mean, you could, they, sometimes they would spend just thirty minutes just talking about some random thing he saw because the Aaron was is a firefighter, so okay. he would tell us these all these stories about like, and the one time before it was legal, he, you know, they they busted some um, some like marijuana. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and then <laughs> I guess he went in and he was like. Wow, why? Because they were stabbing each other over the marijuana. Yeah. So they, the firefighters had to come over, you know, to stitch them back yeah, up. Yeah, stitch them back and up. And he was like, yeah. he was looking around at all this, like, you know, stacked up to the, the ceiling, like an episode of Hoarders. Like, yeah. look at all this weed. Why are you fighting? Yeah. Why are you. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then apparently the other firefighters, like, Aaron, stop because the cops are there. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, sometimes we just do that. Like, and then his yeah, um, very interesting background. Uh, you, you see on this uh, sticker we have, it yeah. has uh, a sambo uh, jiu-jitsu and judo. Yeah. Uh, so Aaron started in a style of actually Japanese, uh, Japanese jiu-jitsu. jiu-jitsu. Japanese oh, jiu-jitsu. Wow. Okay. It was called uh, Yaberu uh, from uh, Japan because <laughs> it's Japanese. <laughs> yeah, because it's Japanese. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I see you. And then, yeah. yeah, and then he did judo because that was part of the thing. But uh, so somehow he ended up in Mongolia after the Iron Curtain fell. Okay. And he, he actually ended up training with their Olympic uh, Olympic judo team. Oh, wow. The Mongolian the Olympic, Mongolian Olympic, Olympic judo, judo team. team. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they were also... So over there, apparently, they don't train like judo and something. They, they train grappling. They train grappling. And okay. then when they compete in judo, they put on a judo gi. They ah. compete in sambo, they put on a kurka. They compete in Mongolian wrestling. They wear... I don't even know what that thing is. But yeah, no, I kind of familiar with like what Mongolian wrestling. Yeah, like it's a, a thing. Yeah, it's like I, a... I, un- I don't know what the uh, uniform is called. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so he's there with the Mongolian yeah. uh, Olympic judo team yeah, or grappling team, essentially. It it, yeah. uh, it changed his like coaching. Um, I mean, the, like over there, Eastern Bloc, mm-hmm. they have a very like like rigid science, not rigid, but a scientific method to to teaching yeah, athletes to like training, and like such. very very yeah. like very systematized, very well thought out. Yeah, it's very, very like regimented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was able to take that and. Uh, uh, right now he's he's mostly uh, he does a lot of firefighting training. Mm-hmm. He actually applied what he learned in grappling with uh, body mechanics, and then mm-hmm. uh, you know the the Eastern Bloc like sports sport yeah. training uh, research. Yeah, and he he applied that to firefighting. Uh, oh, like that so, kind of philosophy. In yeah, there. yeah. Okay. And, and so he's he's traveling around the U.S. just uh, teaching firefighters uh, these days. Uh, oh, well, uh, with that with that method. Yeah, but but anyways, very uh, interesting uh, mm-hmm. a mix of a mix of it, it's so weird. I think about it is like. We do like everything, except for BJJ. <laughs> everything, <over there>. <laughs> <laughs> everything but, but BJJ. <laughs> we do everything except BJJ over there. Okay. Now, now I mean, like, the only like tournaments around here are, are like uh, our BJJ tournaments. Yes. So, yeah. So that's why we put this the submission grappling on that sticker. But uh, yeah, th- these are our three arts: it's, uh, judo, um, uh, sambo, and and, and jujitsu. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So you mentioned the community. So how was the training there? Yeah. No, it was. I mean, like. Like now I'm. Mm-hmm. 
Now I'm running it a little no, bit. Okay. I, I'm actually on on uh, one of the three people listed as a uh, governing on the uh, the nonprofit. It's a we're running as a not as a state nonprofit. As a state nonprofit. For full disclosure, is not a five hundred one c three, not a charitable organization because we don't know how to do that. <laughs> if okay. anyone, if anyone's a listening, law, can help. lawyer <laughs> want to help us. <laughs> We, yeah. we we actually really uh, it's it's always been like a non-commercial we uh, just from its just its goals. Uh, okay. We want to yeah. be a place where we can, uh, where you know you can just come in and be, join a community and learn. I think it's a very, very important. It's a, like this sort of martial arts things. This this mm-hmm. uh, the community and then just being just grappling people. I think it got me out of my dark period in my life in mm-hmm. in college and. Uh, I think it's very, very important to have that human contact these days. We're so like machines and screens and, yeah. uh, and we don't know what it's like to be like, even just, I think even that closeness with someone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that personal inter- yeah. interaction is kind of missing from most people's yeah. lives. You just need yeah. a hug, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes you just a need hug. a hug. Or a hug around your neck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's what, what, what people need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we always um, like... Especially, you know, since he's, since he's a firefighter, he, he always ran it like, now it's always been a non-profit because he'd never made any profit. It's not profit because we haven't made any profit. No, like we yeah. want to run, we want to, we focus our energy on being a good, like a nice community center and, okay, and, good and, community and center. a good, okay. you know, we, we still do want to have good technique and, and mm-hmm. develop good grapplers. Yeah. But, you know, we, we're not, uh, our, our goal isn't to, uh, you know, win the Olympics or anything. It's a, it's like a, it's a space for, uh, for people to come together and, and, and like live life together. Mm-hmm. It sounds kind of <laughs> a little bit, but I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it I, sounds I, real new age to me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but we're, we're trying to get better at this whole uh, business thing. We have a new version of this sticker. You notice yeah. so this sticker yeah. actually doesn't have our name on it. Which yes, yes, we didn't, I, I noticed that. We, actually, we're thinking about it. I'm we're look, like, I'm oh. looking at your website right now. I should yeah. see town grappling. So I see a sticker that has like. Oh, that was well, the, that, so that was what, the old one. That's the old, the old one. That's the old one. Yeah. So what? Okay. So explain what? Why the? So look at the sticker right now. There's an octopus and a trident. So what's okay. the what's the point of that? Um, yeah. I might not. I might not have all the details, but this is what I heard. Okay, so what you heard? Was one day Aaron comes in and we asked him about what's the octopus mean. He's like, you know, all these other martial arts clubs, they have a bulldog, or they have a pit bull, or a dragon, or a tiger. Like, what? No, you're not a pit bull. You're not. Why is everyone just copying this one thing? No, we want something local. Seattle is a is a is a town by the ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a marine town. We have fishing. We have a a trade. You know. We want something that actually reflects, you know, our, our location and not just some generic bulldog or a pit bull or, or a dragon. Everyone can put that on their martial arts logo. So as yeah. far as I know, it was literally picked this octopus just to reflect this sea ta- uh, Seattle. Yeah. A marine. A mar- yeah. Marine, a, a marine uh, animal. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, it's probably pretty good at grappling. It's got eight arms. There are sucker cups on it. You know? Yeah, it's true. You can probably step yeah. onto something. Okay. Yeah, no, it's fun. And then, well, with Sea Town Grappling, so like some previous guests we've had actually, uh-huh. uh, I think I think you might know, but uh, yeah, there was well, there was you know the non-important person we mentioned in the beginning, <laughs> Vincent Lee, That's and then snake. The, we, yeah, the snake, <laughs> the viper, yeah, that that snake, Vincent Lee, but uh, oh, and also we've also had Gabe, Gabriel mm-hmm. Stinson on on the show, so. But yeah, but anyway, okay, so let's go back. So yeah, how do you, so how do you know Vincent then? Yeah, yeah. when I started, uh, there were like the, I think it was a me, 
the the young guys I remember were uh, me, uh, Vincent, and Gabe. Oh yeah. And oh then, man, uh, Vincent and Gabe, those those losers. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. And then. Uh, but uh, I started in like 2010 and uh, okay. did a few months. It was like an amazing, fun, fun experience. And then uh, immediately one day I woke up and the lower right hand part of my stomach started hurting. Oh, damn. And it would come in waves. It hurt really bad and then go away. And it hurt really bad and go away. Go to the student health clinic and they're just like, Andrew, do you still have your appendix? I'm like, oh, damn. Oh. So, surgery. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so you had appendicitis. I had appendicitis. Damn. And just when I was getting, really getting into this, you yeah, know, so. I I'd found, like, I, was, I found, like, rehab people. Like, I was training. I was trying to train, like, five days a week or something. Mm-hmm. Or four. I, don't know. I was trying to train all I could get. And then all of a sudden, had to, had to stop. Take, had to take, like, six or, or eight months off just to heal from the surgery. Oh, damn. So that... Oh, yeah, because you develop scars, right? You don't want those it, well, like, to uh, burst? Yeah, when they're yeah. still open, there's a heavy risk of hernia ah, uh, from okay. any heavy lifting. Or physical activity. Any, or yeah. Inj- yeah. yeah. So it was like pretty much a no-no yeah. uh, at all. So that that's started uh, other interesting <laughs> tangents in my life, yeah. trying to fill the hole for uh, that grappling. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, I, I remember distinctly. There's like I remember Vincent and Gabe and then... Um, so did some various stuff came back like kind of full-time in 20 2013 yeah oh, 2013 2013 okay um yeah, actually went to finland uh, so yeah i oh, went to finland in yeah. the meantime yeah yeah I, I went to taiwan i spent a year in taiwan and then a year in finland and then i came back and uh, okay and specifically this is, this is after your appendicitis yeah yeah and i think i trained a few months like in between in the summers uh but it, that club it made such an impact with me i mm-hmm. I specifically came back to Seattle yeah. to train there. Ah, because of the, yeah. because of the club and the community. Yeah, and then you. like and then this unique. I, I feel they had kind of a unique approach to grappling. It was just very, mm-hmm. very interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, like they had wrist locks there they too. Had wrist locks there. They were, okay. Oh man, I missed. But where, where's the Aikido symbol? Uh, I'm, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, um, so. Yeah, come back, uh, 2013. Uh, Vincent's still here. You know, few few different guys. Yeah, Gabe's gone. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, I missed Gabe. Like, yeah, we, we, he was a pretty fun guy. And then yeah. uh, turned out he dislocated his hip. I think. Yes, he did dislocate. Oh, yeah, that's funny. He mentioned this on the previous episode, but he dislocated his hip in a M- MMA fight. Yeah, uh-huh. and then you know we we start silly uh, MMA fighters. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, uh, start start going like just training kind of full time 20, 2013 and onwards. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, because I'm not athletic. I just what? Man, you're shocking me right now. I don't know, man. I was like, it was just a a whole weird series of. I I was surprised I lasted that long, but I just, I don't know. I have this just, like when I wasn't training, like when I was in Taiwan in Finland, it was just like, Mm -hmm. how does an armbar work? I really want to know how an armbar works. You know, Mm -hmm. it it, it consumed me. I had to. I had to like find out. Yeah. So even though it was like. most of the time, I didn't want to go, but I also really had to go. You know, it's really weird. So I mm-hmm. just kept showing up consistently. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, and Gabe, I think then after his hip healed, he had a fight. <laughs> I think he said, like, he saw a Korean guy and he just assumed it was going to be like Taekwondo yeah. or something. Yes, no, so that, that, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, he saw a Korean guy. But that Korean guy was actually a teammate of mine, and oh, uh, yeah, oh. he, he was he was a really good grappler, uh-huh. and yeah, he, yeah, he was he was not Taekwondo. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, Gabe thought wrong. But yeah, that was that was another funny caveat. But anyway, continue. But apparently, because yeah. of this Korean guy, Gabe came back and was like, "Hey, Gabe!" Yeah. And then we finally added the hip location and stuff, and then we're all training together, and yeah. everything was great. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, big community, uh, fun times, and then. And then the motorcycle place across from us mm-hmm. ran out of storage for their motorcycles. Yeah. And they say to our landlord, hey, that's a nice space you got there yeah. you know, across from us. <laughs> yeah. Sure, it would be a shame if you uh, yeah. had to bump up their rent you know, yeah. by like five times. So, Oh, damn. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. And then at this point, I'm like kind of panicking because uh, uh-huh. like, I, I legit decided to... I, my whole life, I've just kind of been... No, I, you know, I I never got homesick because I never felt I had a home. You know, I never sit down roots anywhere. Yeah. I would I would find friends and then the next year I'd never see them again for the rest of my life sort of thing. Yeah. You know, this is like the first time I really really like, you know, yeah. sit down roots. And yeah. Develop yeah develop bonds with people. Yeah. yeah. So I I was like, no, we can't let this die. <laughs> and then, you know, we um so uh, and what was really bad too is like at this time a lot of our senior members mm-hmm. started leaving started leaving uh, okay so we, we have this guy named a small uh, Indian guy named Nath who mm-hmm. would just beat up everyone mm-hmm. <laughs> he, was, I, he was like shorter than me and he yeah. uh, man he, he would just beat everyone and he had like a face of stone he would mm-hmm. he, <laughs> he had no expression yeah and, and oh, he was also super smart. He got a, his PhD in UW Computer Science. Okay. Then he moved to California to go work for Google, you know? Oh, yeah. And then uh, Yosh. I, we actually had a few PhDs around. And then Yosh, uh, uh, he moved to Hawaii. He was from there originally, and his wife got a job there. Okay. And then uh, even uh, Aaron, um, you know, he moved to Bainbridge Island. Uh, okay. And I guess, you know, firefighting is very, very, very... I didn't realize, like, how, how stressful of a... Of a I mean, you're going in there, you're literally risking your life. Yes. So, um, and then another guy, he ended up going to physician's assistant school. Oh, wow. So all of a sudden, just all sorts of unrelated reasons. Yeah, kind of like an exodus. All, yeah. So uh, we had left was uh, the judo part of this, uh, Alana Ramirez. Uh, mm-hmm. She was a, she was really t- she's a, like a middle-aged mother, and then she was yeah. a, she would throw everyone yeah. in the car. She's a really tough lady uh yeah so it ended up being me and her like and then we couldn't even keep the names seattle uh was it seatown jiu-jitsu and seattle jiu-jitsu and grappling club because yeah like aaron i don't know like the the business things were better we're just bad at the business things honestly. yeah <laughs> our goal is to have good martial arts so Solana yeah. and i are both like why we don't know how to run a business we end up making an llc realizing that no we could have just made a non-profit we close the llc you know we make a non-state yeah. non-profit and then we accidentally have like things in one and the other it's just a whole mess like <laughs> like one year we didn't pay taxes because we were like we paid taxes last year Apparently, you have to pay taxes every year. Just, you know, FYI, tax season is yeah. coming up. Yeah. If you pay people out there, you got to pay your taxes every year. Every year. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> Let the people know. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> this public service announcement. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and like Aaron's still part of the, the, the club. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's one of the people on the on the, the board of the new, uh, what is it, state nonprofit? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Whatever, whatever the fancy thing you yeah. said. So, yeah. But uh, he. Um, because he's on, on Bainbridge, eh, Bainbridge Island, Island. It, it's hard yeah. to commute there, especially yeah. he's working as well. Yes. So it's like uh, me and Lana, and then um, 
I guess a Vincent went somewhere else too, huh? That the snake, that snake <laughs> Vincent, snake. yeah, just slithering his way <laughs> around around martial arts, oh, but yeah. Oh, and then there's this uh, guy called uh, uh, Brendan. Um, uh, so he's like one of the uh, man. He's he's really strong. Yeah, like like really, really. I mean, it's shocking. Mm-hmm. I, he can curl my body. Oh wow! I can't armbar him. He literally curls my body. It's, yeah. And like, how much do I, Andrew? Oh, like 145? 140. Yeah, so just, just curl at 145. I also yeah. can't choke. He strains his neck or something. Oh, I wow. can't choke him. He flexes his neck. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. But yeah, so it's just like... Uh, um, so me and Lana are, are, are doing this... Uh, <laughs> we're the wrong people to do the business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because again, our focus. Nice community space. Right? Yeah, community has a place. space. Uh, yeah. And also... To, to have good technique as well. We, we, we also think that even, even if you don't want to be like world champion or whatever, uh, you can still, here we want a good, really good technique as well. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but not good business yet. So we're, we're working on working, it. Working, working on the business part. If training anyone's good it at business and likes to help out a local nonprofit, profit <laughs> yeah. no that happens to be listening to this. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so then me, me, Lana, and Brendan were kind of like the, the only seniors left, and we were, yeah. Uh, it was a, uh, it was actually kind of a, it was a pretty tough process because we had to we had to find a new place. Mm-hmm. In addition to like uh, all the the seniors, just, just I mean, no one decided to leave. Like it just happened, just yeah. coincidentally. It all everyone, happened. It all happened. At, oh, another guy, time. Um, yeah. uh, Vinny, uh, the the other Vincent at the club. The other, yeah. It was a freak accident. He he tore everything that's possible to tear in his knee. Oh shit! Yeah, and so like just all. Well, was sorts it a fat person? No. <gasps> that, that it was just. His, yeah. his nephew. Looked, I mean, he was bulky. Let's say he had a lot of muscles. Okay. Muscles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. But damn, tore, tore, so, tore his knee. All right. Uh, so you know, we're we're all together. We're trying to. You know, we're, we're kind of stabilizing now. That's what, yeah, you know, um, now. Okay. Made, made some new stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, got, might I'm looking at a sticker right now. We're, yeah. We'll put our name on the sticker. That'll be the next yeah, step. Yeah, so next step, put name on the sticker. Uh, no, if you're marketing something, put your name on the thing. Yeah. That We learned that the hard way. No one knows what it means if your name isn't on it. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah. there's only like two English words on this. So, yeah. <laughs> But, and cool. then uh, we have a guy doing our uh, Instagram. I think doing that started yeah. uh, started up recently. I don't. I'm bad with technology. Kind of bad with technology. <laughs> but anyway, so you're there. You're all trying to uh-huh. you know sustain this community. Sustain but how, so how's the training going? Do you still train? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I used to go like uh, four times a week. I'm now like kind of two. Uh, oh, let's be honest. I I, I can. I do not like competing. You don't I, like competing? I, like, I, I like freak. I, you freak out? I'm fine when I'm on the mat and it's like, oh, now I can just let them armbar me. I can tap. I can go home. <laughs> and there's two people in this bracket. I get a silver medal. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's the wrong mindset. Well, I, I mean, wrong mindset, whatever. It's not, if it's the mindset you have, it's like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So What's like, a right mindset? <laughs> yeah. But... No, yeah, I maybe run. not best, I guess, for like competing for purposes. But so yeah, I'm, I'm in a weird spot. Like, I found out I really, really enjoy the ground. Like, like I don't know. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not at a. If I, 
uh, how do I not offend you? I, I don't know why I'm not at a BJJ school. I think I yeah. would be more comfortable there. Yeah. Uh, throwing is a really, really hard on your body. Yes. Um, especially especially me, if I, you're smaller than everyone else. Yes. Well. <laughs> it's really hard on your body. And then also the ease of a throw, uh, of you falling, uh, the, it gets easier the more skilled the thrower is. So yeah. you're working around a lot of really big people who are yeah. relatively new to throwing oh, yeah. and you're their partner it's gonna it's hurt it's gonna hurt yeah <laughs> really <laughs> yeah and i i do not i do not have good joints health like <laughs> no, don't no i mean as we've heard about your yeah as we heard about your wrist yeah. and your knee and other and things i don't i didn't realize like this is how bad my just knowledge of i thought the phrase "put your back into it" yeah. was just a, a phrase. I didn't realize you had back muscles. Oh, you didn't realize that the I back had muscles. I okay. didn't. No, I mean, like, clearly there's stuff there. It's just yeah. you know covering for the back. You don't use those. Clearly. Yeah. Use the muscles in the front, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I actually, I legit did not realize mm. there were back muscles. Um, apparently, when I walked, I wouldn't use my hamstrings. I would hyperextend my knee backwards. Oh wow. To go forward. To go. Okay. Apparently, that's not how you walk. I don't mm. know that. Yeah. But I. I I couldn't flex my hamstrings. Couldn't flex your hamstrings. Like I can get knee pain just by trying to just literally just stand and do a. I mean, not now, but I've been working on it. But okay, when I started, I couldn't flex my hamstrings. You couldn't flex your hamstrings. Like, okay. If I flex them too much, I'd actually get knee pain. You get knee pain. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's just a lot of things did not come. Like standing is a lot. I think more. You need a lot of those supporting muscles. You need a lot of the back muscles. You need to know how to move your body, mm-hmm. and then. It's just inherently just tougher. And then on the ground, I feel I can get away with not knowing how to move correctly because I'm already just lying down. Yeah. Especially my style, which is like curled up in the fetal position. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, that's or all my overtrained, you know. Yeah, not, yeah. Like you're, the computer, you're, you're yeah. already kind of in the fetal position. Yeah. So. It's like scrunched up. Yeah. yeah. So that's your natural power position. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I could, you know, but, you know, um, this, uh, the stand up fighting, it's, uh, I think it's the same way like when I wasn't training at the club originally mm-hmm. until now I was I felt like this des- like really heavy desire just like what is this thing because I mean, like Aikido and Tai Chi were about that too you know mm-hmm. you, you didn't roll around on the ground like a like a snake no yeah, you like a you, snake you fought on your feet like a man <laughs> uh, yeah. it's so funny because yeah. you know Lana's a middle aged like mother and then mm-hmm. when she says like no stand up what are you doing Messing around with the ground, so you you stand up and fight like a man. You're like, well, yeah. you, you kind of have to stand up and fight like a man now. Yeah. Uh, uh, full full disclosure, I value ground fighting. Ground fighting important. I was, uh, <laughs> I actually like ground fighting. No, yeah. but, no. It, yeah. But to me, that's kind of what I'm uh, chasing recently. Is this mm-hmm. like, how do you fight? Like, it's. I, I think it's weird that I feel how? most comfortable like. Mm-hmm. There's competition footage of me getting into a double leg position on someone yeah. and then pulling the guard so hard yeah. that Gabe thought I got hip checked. Yeah. So he was go- we were going over the competition footage. He's like, oh, man, Landry, you got to avoid that hip check. You've taken him down. I'm like, uh, Gabe, yeah. have a confession. <laughs> I pulled guard. Pulled guard. I didn't yeah. want to try and finish the takedown. Mm. Just everything hurts, you know. I, I don't know how to, how to position, so I've been... Mm-hmm. I had a few uh, like kind of breakthroughs recently. I think maybe because okay. I've been just working 
working on these mu- back muscles things. Yeah, I yeah. will. I will legit just tire myself out just standing. Just just standing. standing. I'm just, I'm just like, are you doing this on purpose or are you just getting tired? Standing? I just get tired standing. Just get tired standing. Yeah. Okay. okay. So um, excuse <coughs> me. Um, but uh, when I did judo originally for like like first like four or five years or no. Yeah, like something like that. Okay. I thought it was just phrases, you know, like oh, good judo. You use their, you use their energy against their, their them. Energy, it's yeah. Like a, if you're fighting a master, it's like fighting an empty jacket. There's just like nothing there. Yeah. And then you know, a big, guy, a small guy can beat a big guy. It's mm-hmm. like effortless, whatever. And I was like, oh, oh, those are just marketing terms. It, real judo, it feels horrible. You feel like your back is about to break. You're in a yeah. lot of pain. I was like, ah, yeah. oh, that's just marketing. And then I, yeah. I found out I was actually doing it wrong. <laughs> and then yeah. I, I had a few moments like uh, in the past year or so mm-hmm. where I was just like, oh, oh, this, it's not supposed to hurt me. It's not supposed to. So, Which I found was actually yeah. more common than I thought. A lot of people, especially when they begin, mm-hmm. the act of throwing hurts. act of throwing itself uh, hurts. For, for, notes to people starting in judo, if the act of throwing someone hurts, you're kind of doing it. You're uh, doing it wrong. Uh, how do I? Yeah, yeah. We'll just say it directly. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Uh, there's the, the judo is designed so that the act of throwing does not hurt you, but hurts the other person. Mm. Well, no, you, you throw them safely onto padded floors. So, yeah. And they know how to fall. Actually, mutual uh, welfare and benefit. Mutual welfare. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But no, it's so. It's really rewarding, I think. When mm-hmm. if I ever figure out the stand-up thing, I think yeah. But that's your recent. It'll be really, you're trying to break through. Yeah, I'm okay. trying to break through 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 standing, and it's, okay. it's really helpful too because uh, you know uh, Lana is uh, our, our our head coach right now. Is is, yeah. is a heavy. I mean, <laughs> we're, oh, man, are, we're you call, to, are you calling her fat? What? <laughs> no, 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 I was, I was saying heavy judo background. Oh, heavy judo background. Oh, okay. I should not have. I'm sorry, Lana. I yeah. do not mean to pause. I said heavy judo background. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. Oh man! Oh, no. oh boy! We'll but just anyway. edit this out, right? Sure, no problem. Oh, I definitely won't put that in. That I you called her fat. No, I said. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. All right. So no, anyway, she has she, a heavy, she, heavy judo background. She yeah. actually kind of, you know, she realizes guard is important, but you can see when we like doing guard stuff, she's just rolling her eyes out <laughs> of her head. She's like, yeah. why don't you just throw them and be on top? Yeah. Like, I can't throw anyone, Lana. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for your body to do that. It's actually, yeah, yeah I think realize like how hard. Uh, like, um, if you don't know any judo and all you do is just stick your arms out, lean your weight back, and just stall. Yeah. Even like a skilled, like skilled competitor, mm-hmm. like who who will have a hard time throwing you. If yeah. you just stall, you yeah. really can't be like humans. Just have instinctively really good. Like yeah. I don't want to fall over. Yeah, instinct. It's like, it's instinct to not get thrown. Like, that's why yeah. there's so many rules in, in not just you, but also like wrestling and everything yeah. about stalling rules. Yeah. Like all the penalties are stalling because uh, mm-hmm. if you don't have timelines and you don't have stalling rules, you like, can you can stall for quite a long time. Yeah, in 1912, yeah. the uh, freestyle wrestling. Uh, one of the, I think. The semifinal match, it took 11 hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know. Um, yeah, no, if you want to stall, it can take a long time. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people don't realize. I had someone who was like training some like Chinese style. I was like, I want to do judo. He's like, oh, listen to me, buddy. You're supposed to like learn from an old Chinese guy and do forms. I took a judo class once. I just stood in horse stance. They couldn't throw me. I'm like, oh, whoa, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, is, that, I, is that the real type? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you know, it only until recently I was like, 
Whoa, that, yeah, if, if you just stall, mm-hmm. you actually, you, you can't get, I mean, you can, they'd have but to it's, work. But it's a lot more difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, this is a, yeah. this art of like starting standing and throwing someone down, it's quite, uh, there's quite a lot of uh, very intricate, very beautiful, very, very meaningful, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's kind of similar to Aikido, if I could get it to work. If <laughs> <laughs> you could get it to work. <laughs> Just wear a yeah. hakama and I'll say, this is Aikido, yep. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, but, uh, and not to say ground, like, I, again, I actually <laughs> prefer groundwork. It's just, yeah. I, I understand it. I, I, I can get it to work, you know, and, and there's a lot of intricacies there too. It's just, it's harder to see in stand-up, but I think it, it's, it's there. It's just like a little more subtle. Mm-hmm. Like on the ground, you can tell the positions, you know, like half guard, guard, you know, you can tell like who ha- positional advantage. If you, mm-hmm. even if you don't train, if you watch the UFC and listen to Joe Rogan, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. but then, you know, the difference in stand-up becomes a lot, not to say there isn't subtle difference on the ground too, it's just like little feels, but mm-hmm. on standing it's all those just tiny, tiny little, mm-hmm. very, yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot of tiny micro movements. So yeah, and all, then to be able, to, able yeah. to move quickly too, because you get like a split second while their weight is shifting. Or, mm-hmm. oh. And then if you're unathletic, you maybe you tear your knee while you're trying to move quickly. <laughs> Has that happened to you? No, no. But although no, I, I've definitely like, you know, woken up the next day like, with something just not right because something I threw right someone in your, in your neck. because yeah. I threw someone <laughs> just hurting yourself throwing somebody yeah. like you alluded to earlier. Not uncommon, but in case anyone beginning is wondering, you're 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 just doing it wrong. You're doing uh, it wrong. If you do it right, it won't hurt, and you'll you'll be like. Oh, I have found the way. You found the way. Yes. That's the real Tai Chi, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the real Tai Chi. That's why they move so slowly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they get super. Just slow. trying not to hurt themselves. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so pretty much for your recent training, you know, trying mm. to get better at the stand up thing. Yeah. Realizing that there's muscles in the in back. Your back. Uh, oh, your butt muscles actually do things. And, and your butt muscles actually do things. Okay, so what about that did you find out? Right. I actually first found uh, my first major was uh, anthropology. Your first major is anthropology. Yeah, my, so you have anthropology and a minor in uh, like, Scandinavian, Scandinavian area, area studies. Okay, and uh, <laughs> uh, that's actually where I learned about the butt muscle. Um, oh, the butt muscle. Okay, yeah, and the, anthropology. Yeah, because okay. um, the human pelvis is very very different than a chimpanzee pelvis. Okay, how so? Uh, the, uh, like most mammal pelvises are flat. So most mammal pelvises are flat, okay. And coincidentally, they have a large opening for giving birth to live young. Okay. Uh, the human pelvis is, it like twists in on itself and it, it, it's so like a three-dimensional. Like, okay. If you look at a chimpanzee pelvis and a human pelvis, you can see it, the, the chimpanzee pelvis is almost flat and the human one is a very weird three-dimensional shape. Okay, so so mm. it's not very non-flat, yeah. really, comparatively. Then, so the gluteus muscle, or... I hope I'm using the names correct. The yeah, butt pretty, muscles yeah, the, of the, the chimpanzee, they're yeah. also kind of just flat and straight, going okay. over the glute. Whereas on the human, it wraps around that, those weird, you know, those angled things. It yeah. wraps around that. It wraps around the pelvis. Yeah, it wraps around yeah. the pelvis. And that's okay. for our bipedalism. That's for okay. our standing. Because standing upright. Standing upright okay. and walking. So okay. that one pelvic, that one change to the, the structure of the pelvis yeah. changed significantly a lot of uh, things. Like, you can tell that's a biped. Yeah. Uh, just when you look at the fossils. Yeah. Um, and that has by the a, structure of their pelvis. Yeah. Okay. A lot of consequences is that you know, the the butt muscles should be heavily involved in standing, walking, running, things like that. Yeah. 
Which, which is weird because a lot of people in modern society don't know how to use that muscle. Yeah, how to activate yeah, their... At all. Yeah. And uh, just at all, at all. Okay. And then uh, also the second one is uh, for, for childbirth. Because mm-hmm. the, the angle changed and the, the tilt and the... Because the of being a bipedal opening. creature. Yeah. yeah. So that, that really uh, increased mortality for, 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 uh, like infant for mortality women, rates. women yeah, and, and women. the infants. And ah, okay. So it made that a significantly more difficult process. Yeah. I think our babies had to actually get smaller as well to fit through. Okay. So it created this... A lot of um, like monkeys and um, other apes, they... Other apes? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. They're... Um, one feature of primates, except for humans, is a precocious young, which means their young are pretty good out of the womb, you know. Oh, they so can, they, can, they, can, they can tend for themselves. They can like, tend a little. I mean, yeah. they're, they're going to be clinging to mom's fur. But like relatively, but relatively relative to like a human. To a human. A human yeah. baby is utterly helpless. Yes. And that's probably due to it's the bipedal bipedalism. Yeah. Like that one pelvis, that mm-hmm. one change in the glute muscles, that was like a sick... So I learned that as this is a significant change. As an anthropology change. major, yeah, yeah, as an anthropology major, this yeah. is a significant change in the just the, the physical human body. Uh, yeah, and then I ne- and then I was like, wait, I don't use my butt muscles. Oh well, <laughs> you know, just yeah, and yeah. Then, you know, but, but now looking keep, back, yeah, into looking it, back, I'm like, about, whoa, yeah. this is actually like that should be a very very important muscle. It it should be help you should be you know walking standing running mm-hmm. it should all involve like that's your it should main heavily st- involve the glute or the butt I muscles. mean the whole structure yeah. is designed to stabilize you mm-hmm. while you live life bipedally bipedally yeah and I, I don't think I'm alone like I have no anything on my back I don't have no hamstrings no yeah. glutes no I don't even know the names of them. yeah so just no, no, <laughs> no like, nothing like you're backed by no muscle like yeah. essentially like, yeah. like when I was in pain like when I was starting judo I went to like a few like doctors once and they like look a look at my back he was like feeling my back muscle and he's like you know maybe you shouldn't do judo <laughs> that <laughs> literally happened as to a me. doctor yeah. Yeah. no maybe I, I don't ju- know if you should do judo maybe, like, maybe, my back muscle. maybe judo's not for you okay <laughs> Okay, but but okay. So back to these butt muscles. Uh-huh. So, like, you learn that you have to use it. So, mm-hmm. have you made any changes or like well, thought about? Here's my problem. I, okay, what's your problem? I don't like going to the gym. You don't like going to the gym. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why? There are too many people there. I'm very shy. Okay. What if you went with like a bag over your head? Now people would look at me because there's a bag over my head. But you couldn't see them. Oh, like I know they're looking at me. Anyway, wait, back, yes. back to the... Uh-huh. So, so what's your, I guess, what's your, like, knowing that you're not, I guess, activating... Yeah. Like, you're about, like what, what's your, do you have, like, a plan or, like, a, no, a I, way to tackle the problem? Uh, no. Actually, no. Well, no. here's the problem. As this uh, community-oriented club mm-hmm. that wants to really, we think... Strangely, we think grappling actually is a really good thing for people to get involved in and they'll live a happier, healthier life. Yeah, for their health, yeah. Where do we draw the line between what we do and physical therapy? Mm. Because at some, a lot of this is physical therapy. Like, mm-hmm. um, like me, I've been struggling. Like, I, my problems are so bad. I've gone to like, a lot of physical therapists and they have never caught that I can't use certain muscles in my back at all because they're dealing with all these others. It, it, <laughs> physical therapy is hard. It, like, yeah. And then it requires compliance Com- requires compliance yeah <laughs> like a martial art if you will <laughs> well, anyway, uh, continue. you, you know yeah. like and then we're not it's also a medical th- you know we can't give medical, medical advice, advice <laughs> yeah. but we um, but then you know we can instruct people on war um, but we also give martial arts advice you know mm-hmm. so where's this line because i think yeah where's that line we yeah. need this in modern society we need to know how to 
well, we know how, how to breathe. We don't know how to breathe these days. We don't know how to use our entire back. Mm-hmm. Our necks are, we don't know how to use our necks. Our necks are screwed up. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then if you want to do something like, like judo, which I've, I've never seen like a sport that required this much, like, uh, you know, like controlling, like supportive muscles, mm-hmm. the ability to to move weight while moving in, like just like balance all this weird mm-hmm. stuff, and you're fighting someone who doesn't want to be thrown too. Yeah, if you don't have those, it's you're gonna wreck yourself. Yeah, and we have a very low retention rate, mm. and I think that's people just wreck themselves. Yeah, and then a lot of times they don't real they think. Because it's like a fighting thing. They think, oh, yeah, it hurts. It's supposed to be tough. It's, it's not, by the way. It's not. Yeah, You're it's not like supposed the, to hurt yourself. Yeah, it's the adage of like, oh, no pain, no gain. Yeah, yeah. But really, they're, they're, they're damaging. They're slowly yeah. ripping their yeah. joints and muscles yeah. apart. They're tearing up the vehicle that they're yeah. using. Yeah. And um, so, like, I'm not sure how that, because we would need to do something like physical therapy. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then, but not. Offer medical advice. Not medical advice, yes. But also a little more than what's done in, in Warhols and things. A little more like knowledge of where... Like by no- the way, this is a back muscle. Yeah. This is your hamstring. So, yeah, you so actually use this. Yeah, so like knowledge of like, I guess, the mm-hmm. human structure at that yeah. point. Yeah. So for me, um, and I don't like to go to the gym and stuff. Yeah. I don't like to drive. I'm, I'm pretty bad at driving. Pretty bad at driving, yeah. <laughs> I, I heard about that. Oh, yeah. it's... Uh, oh, wait, what? <laughs> oh yeah, no, like right, right before, uh-huh. like uh, vicious Vincent texts me. He goes like, "Oh, it's the victims here," and he sent me like a text uh-huh. of like you like arriving at the library or something like that. <laughs> and then yeah, I know, I know that snake. <laughs> you, you, you texted my text to someone else, Vincent. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Wow. I wow. Know. Yeah. That's it. Live on air for sure. But uh, oh. yep. And then uh, okay. Well, I mean. Hmm. Any, uh, we got like about 10 more minutes until we have to get out of space. But yeah, any, any other words, anything else you want to say, Andrew? Yeah. Um, if you like to get into some grappling, you don't, and you don't want to go to a place where there's like meatheads wearing tap out t-shirts. Yeah. And, uh, you also don't want to go to a place where, you know, you're throwing yourself and you're, you know, you want that thing where you, you actually are fighting with someone, but we'll make sure you don't get slammed by a 20-year-old guy who has something to prove, uh, mm-hmm. why not to try Seatown Grappling okay. at uh, seatowngrappling.com. Seatowngrappling.com. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, uh, what, and what was the... It's on Instagram too, right? Oh, you said? I think... Yeah. I don't know how Instagram you know, works. Is it like... Oh, it's just Seatown Grappling. Is it like at Seatown Grappling? I think it might be. I think it might be. I, I haven't looked at it. But yeah, so seatowngrappling.com. Uh, uh, is, there or, like a, is there like a number that people can reach you? Uh, I, I would email us at email? Uh, yeah. c-tongue-grappling at uh, gmail.com. At gmail.com. Cool. Uh, and then as far about like location-wise, where are you, where are you oh guys yeah. at? Uh, we're located in uh, the Maple Leaf area of, uh, of uh, Seattle at uh, 80th and uh, 15th uh, near Lake City Way. Uh, it looks like a house. Uh, we had, we, <laughs> it looks like a house. It look, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks like a house. We uh, gutted it. Okay. Oh, yeah. It looks like, yeah, it, it is Seatown uh, Grappling on, on Instagram. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. Um, we have a pretty interesting guy. He tries to make it fun there. Uh, cool. And then, uh, yeah, so that's been, uh, what was your name again? Uh, my name is uh, Andrew. 
Andrew Wang. Uh, cool. All right. Thank you, Andrew, and yeah. thank you, everyone, who's been listening. Yeah, thanks uh, so much for having me. Uh, yeah. That was fun. No problem. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>